It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Cross wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan romash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to i'm sure it's only a matter of time head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information A UN-backed body is warning the whole population faces crisis levels of hunger and a quarter face catastrophic conditions. Famine is likely to arrive by February. The Sunday Times has spoken with aid staff who say some in the north, cut off by fighting and surrounded by destruction, are so desperate that they've taken to hunting down stray cats and dogs on the street for food. In the south, in a makeshift tent camp in Rafa, near the border with Egypt, is Amina Shamla Rafi. She's been repeatedly displaced. We cook our food on fire. It's very difficult to find firewood, and we eat only once a day. Here we face cold, hunger and thirst. The water is salty, and we also suffer from water scarcity. As for hygiene, it's also hard for us. I want to feed the girls and their father is not here. He used to provide everything for them. We are dying of hunger, poverty and everything. There's no shampoo to wash their hair. Look at what's happened to them with infections because of dirt and filth. Mm-hmm. 
four miles north of Rafa, and our reporter has been to another makeshift camp where mothers stoke fires with plastic bottles and children are sickened by rotten food. With the Times digital subscription, discover more about what's driving this hunger and meet some of the young families struggling to survive in this most hostile of environments. It's been a tough year for news, from conflict to climate disasters. But for our own well-being, sometimes we need to focus on some good news. The Sunday Times magazine has teamed up with Future Crunch, a weekly good newsletter, to create a list of 54 positive news stories from the year. My Weldon 10 colleague, Amy Gill, is with me. Amy, can I finally be optimistic about 2023? Well, not everything has been awful this year. Now, all of these good news stories in the piece are split into themes. Animal conservation and climate, fighting diseases and society and science. So starting with the first one, animals conservation and climate, a remarkable feat was achieved by the EU back in May. And for the first time ever, more electricity was produced from wind and solar than from fossil fuels for the entire month, which is incredible. And in the US, thanks to the so-called Tiger King effect, the Biden administration has enforced a ban on owning big cats. As for fighting diseases, a trial for a radical new gene slicing treatment has begun to fight Parkinson's disease. In fact, another new drug has shown to slow the disease two years in a row. And the World Health Organization predicts that every girl around the world will be protected from cervical cancer by the end of the decade. Now, this is thanks to vaccinations and the biggest breakthrough in treatment in 20 years. The number of governments to legalize same-sex unions this year has risen to 36, triple the number almost a decade ago. And Spain, Cyprus, Iceland and Belgium all outlawed gay conversion therapy as well. This year also saw the lowest proportion of people living in extreme poverty globally. The World Bank estimates it's less than 10% of the world's population. And finally, as we look ahead to next year's contentious US election, many have said democracy in the country is in peril. However, 26 states, Democrat and Republican alike, have actually expanded voting rights, which is 10 more than the states that have restricted them. It's the 31st of December, and that means New Year's Eve, an opportunity to celebrate, whether you're watching the ball drop in Times Square or the fireworks over Sydney Harbour. But in some places, the celebrations are less welcome. Germany will see record numbers of police on the streets of Berlin tonight as they try to avoid a repeat of the now traditional violence and fireworks. A year ago, the city looked like a war zone with battles between revellers and emergency services. Much of Europe is also on alert over intelligence service fears that recent scenes of violence in the Middle East could radicalise people into attacks on big gatherings. But there's some good news if you happen to live near a vacation rental property that might be good for holding a rowdy New Year's Eve party. Here's the Times West Coast correspondent, Kieran Southern. Party seekers beware, Airbnb is turning to artificial intelligence to foil any plan for illicit parties at its properties this New Year's Eve. This move comes as some communities call for a ban on properties being used for vacation rental. Local communities tend to hate Airbnb properties, you know, by the very nature, short-term rentals, the sort of breed disruption. People are loud and noisy when they're staying at an Airbnb. They might be drinking. Generally, a lot of people are disruptive. And then there are the serious crimes that 
can happen at Airbnb properties, renters out for huge parties, fatal shootings in cities across America. Well, this New Year's Eve, Airbnb is using AI, rolling out an AI system in markets around the world, including the UK, the US, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, France, that it says will hopefully cut out thousands of these illegal bookings. But how will they tell the difference between a party planner and a legitimate booking? The technology looks at signals, hundreds of signals, that may indicate a booking is at a higher risk of of hosting a party. Some of these signals include the duration of the trip that the guest is trying to book, if it's last minute or not, how far away from their listing that the would-be booker lives and also what kinds of listing they are booking. Airbnb says its systems will block certain bookings that it identifies as potentially high risk. Airbnb says disruptive parties are rare. They've been banned since 2020, and the thoughtful use of this tech will help hosts and communities. As healthcare systems around the world struggle to recruit enough staff to keep up with demand, could technology help and keep us all healthy? One hospital here in Britain has become the first in the country to complete six robotic hysterectomies in one day. Yes, you heard that right, robotic surgery. With four robot arms, the Da Vinci 11 looks like something out of science fiction. The Sunday Times science editor Ben Spencer has been to the Royal Stoke University Hospital in central England to watch. So it's quite something. The surgeon sits in a corner of the room looking at a console and he's got some controls in his hands and controls in his feet and his head is basically in a wraparound screen. And behind him... On the operating table is a patient, and above the patient is the robot with its arms, and it's four arms um, with um, surgical instruments that are basically doing the operation. And the, the surgeon sitting in the corner of the room controlling these the robotic arms in great detail. So it's like an extension of the, ro- of the surgeon's hands, but just these very sophisticated finely tuned instruments. The makers of the robots say 1.8 million procedures were carried out globally last year, a rise of 50% from 2019. And it could be a game changer for gynaecological surgery in Britain. That backlog is the fastest growing since the pandemic. And as well as more surgeries, the recovery time is often much quicker. And it's also much less strenuous for surgeons. Robotically, they can they have you know these ultra precise instruments which have a lot more hinges and joints than a laparoscopic traditional surgery, and they can access spaces that they can access other ways. But also, they're quite relaxed. They're sitting in a nice environment. The team at Stoke Hospital have meticulously logged data from over 100 robotic hysterectomies and they're hoping that the six surgeries a day will become standard procedure. On tomorrow's World in 10, we'll look forward to athletes from around the globe descending on the city of love, Paris, for the 2024 Olympic Games. Hear how some medals will be fought over in the shadow of the Eiffel Tower. Plus, discover how half the world will vote in elections in 2024. Thank you for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. See you tomorrow.
rising sea levels, extreme weather patterns, extinctions of species. Our planet needs protecting. I'm Adam Vaughan, the Environment Editor for The Times, and this is Planet Hope from The Times, in partnership with Rolex and its Perpetual Planet Initiative. In this podcast, we hear from leading experts from around the world who are committed to finding solutions. These explorers, scientists, entrepreneurs and citizens are committed to a common goal, to protect our home, Earth. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.